How is everybody today? I hope we're having a great day. I'm just, I got done with my workout a little bit ago. I had some client stuff I got it, had to do. I'm just taking my afternoon supplements right now. So this is Tyrant. I also need to take a nutrient driver here shortly. I've only had like a few pieces of salami and a piece of cheese today. And that was more because I just wanted the flavor of something. Uh, I'm about a gallon and a half in on water or total hydration, including my uh, my coffee and stuff like that, which I am having a second cup of coffee right here because I have this live. And then Mark and I are going live a little later. Um, I am taking my no morbidity. Boom. Back in stock August 9th. We're going to fucking kill it. Um, we are uh, just we're running a deal, by the way. Three bottles. You get a discount on the deal and it also helps out with shipping. But I can tell you, and I just uh, I just want everybody to be aware that while we have more ordered this time, last time it was just me kind of saying, hey, you should probably try this. Almost everybody I know that's tried it before is going to be getting more of it. And uh, tons more people are going to be uh, we, we've sent we've gotten uh, notification from lots and lots and lots more people that they're going to be ordering it. And we are doing an emailer this time. We're actually going to advertise it a little bit because we haven't advertised it at all. It's just been me and Sean and Mark saying, hey, you should try this. Um, so even though we got a bit more of it, I'm still expecting it to sell out within the first like 24 to 48 hours. So and then it will be gone for another five or what are you, uh, five or so weeks. Um, five, but then it should be back in and we have big, 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 huge plans for it. And we're also working on our second product. So. No morbidity. I'm telling you, it's amazing. Uh, we have had people lose anywhere from 5 to 12% of their body mass in the last two months on it. Um, it is outperforming by leaps and bounds the most uh, touted and serious uh, with harsh side effect drugs that are out there with no side effects. So it is doing really, really, really well. So please excuse me. I still need to, when I get up from here, I'm going to have to remember to take a uh, a nutrient driver for the berberine and I'm taking a few other things because we're working on product too. Just so everybody understand we're working on product too. Mm. So after here, I'm probably going to eat, uh, about, uh, probably eat about two 30. I'm making Asian beef today with some green beans. That'll probably be the entirety of what I eat for the day. Maybe some more, uh, pepperoni a little later, just as a different flavor. Just some, my hunger is completely 100% managed between uh, the ingredients of product two, which I will release the name here probably shortly. But between the ingredient, ingredients of product two and no morbidity, I just there's really no physical hunger. I feel amazing, great energy, body going into glycogenesis, producing energy off my fat amazingly. I'm still enjoying the weekends, having an occasional treat or whatever. So. I am very looking forward to uh, more people, more and more people trying and sharing their um, experiences with no morbidity. We thank all of you that tried it, that had faith in us to try it. We're going to be having full lives and stuff about it within the next couple of days to discuss again. Uh, we're going to go over even some people's results and those sorts of things. I'm very, very, I can't tell you enough how much all of you that have purchased it, trusting us that we are trying to get the best product out there. I, we've had people, we had somebody say that it has saved that it cost them $40 a month and it saved them $400 in food for, uh, off their previous food bill. Uh, so it, it absolutely pays for itself. Uh, and they feel better, healthier. They've lost about 10% of their body mass. I, I got that message just a little earlier today. Very, very, very positive things. So, uh, we're super pleased about it. Um, so I wanted to say hey to everybody that's in here. Uh, Medical Katzen, what's happening? Uh, Jake Pledger, what's going on? Savar, uh, just finished my leg day. Now get, uh, time to get some cardio. Listen to Alan spit some truth. Ab, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Uh, Angel Marks, what the fuck is up with you, Angel? How the fuck are you? I don't know why I just pointed, like, why I directed so much energy at you just now. I hope it didn't make you feel fucking called out. I don't know. But how the fuck are you? Anyway. Um, and this, I haven't even started my second cup of coffee for the day yet. It's going to get interesting today. Uh, cause I don't even know what the fuck I'm going to say most of the time. Most like that. I just, I, it's just like kind of autopilot, whatever the fuck it, it, trust me. If I surprise you with shit, I say I am often right fucking there with you. I'm often very surprised 
at the random shit I say. Maria, how the fuck are you? Jake Fledger, I already said hi to you, but going to, to the Keys in October, going to be in the best shape of your life, looking to drop 10 more pounds before then, and I'm on track. Jake, that's out fucking standing. Out fucking standing. Uh, Slash two kin, what's going on? Rick Slick, Chris in real life, Valerie, how the fuck are you? Brian, what's up, motherfucker? How the fuck are you? Uh, Janet, how are you doing? Dory, uh, Katie S, I already said hi to you, Chris in real life. What's up? Um, Smooth Kite, Kint, I don't even know how to fucking pronounce that. I hope I fucking got it right. I don't know. Uh, Catalina, uh, finally making it for the whole live. What the fuck's happening? Um, Heidi, hey, Ellen, a fellow fitness, health, and nutrition deviants. I'm a deviant? I guess I would be considered a deviant. By many people. Hi, Alan. How is your cat? She's fat. She's still fat. She's, we're working on it. So we're working on it. She just won't stop eating everybody else's food. She is fat by choice. And uh, she does not give a fuck. So everybody's really fat by choice. If you get, anyway, if you watch any of my content. Uh, but my cat's doing, she's doing good. She's probably going to make an appearance. Awesome sauce. Oh, hi, baby. Come here, sweet thing. You want to come up and say hi to everybody? You want to come up and say hi? You, want to, you do want to say hi to everybody? Oh, is that real? Are you really upset? Are you really mad? Okay. I'm going to have white fur on me for the rest of the thing, so nobody fucking say, oh, my God, he's always got cat hair on him. This is why I always have cat hair on me. I'd rather have cat hair on me and upset you fucking triggered-ass, weird-ass fucking people that get upset about fucking cat hair on on people's clothes than not deal with my baby. Oh, yes, I know. I know. Yes, I want little kisses. Okay. You're going to have to get down. Whoops. She fell. Uh, Chris, defer, how are you? Katie S. Patricia, what's going on? Lady Hawk, how the fuck you been here? You're taking nectar now. We're actually going to try. Uh, we're going to share it with our group on the Hunger Management Support Group. We're going to try to make gelatin with nectar, with, uh, with bovine gelatin. So we're going to make, we're going to make like, because it has no flavor to it. It just has some protein and the gelatin and, stuff, and the collagen and stuff like that. And we're going to use that. And then we're going to flavor it with nectar to make like um, whatever flavor nectar we get next time, whatever they fucking send me. I don't know. But um, we're, going to try, we're going to make gelatin with it just to see what we can fucking do, just to see about it. Um, Casey the man, what's happening, motherfucker? I hope you enjoyed your birthday. 51 years, I was in the best shape of my life uh, on my 51st birthday. And the best part about it is I am so in control of my food that this year compared to la last year, I still felt like I was in like kind of a bit of a deficit. Like I could feel it. This year, I just kind of did my fucking thing. I just fucking ate. Uh, and so I'm gonna actually going to keep going with what we're doing and keep the calories where they're at and just increase the intensity of workouts as I'm feeling better and better and better and healthier and healthier and healthier. So we're going to see where it ends up. So I'm hoping somewhere by, you know, mid fall, it's going to be fucking scary. Uh, but I, I, my resting heart rate was fucking 50 on my birthday. Uh, slept like a fucking log, felt super fucking great, completely in control of my food. Uh, I didn't weigh myself. Because I, I, I don't. I just don't weigh myself. I've often thought about that. Like, I saw this thing, and I am fucking off the rails today, people. We're going to get to the actual video, but I am fucking totally fucking off the goddamn rails today. Um, but I saw this thing where, um, I don't know if you guys watch it, but Eric Konefsky, I believe I got his name right. Um, he goes up to these people at Expos, and he's like, what's your height? What's your weight? And I always say between five, for me, I always say between five, nine and five, ten. I used to be five, ten, but I do have some degeneration in my back. So I'm wondering if I've shrank. So I say between five, nine and five, ten. Um, people, I've had people guess me at five, four, five, five. Um, okay. Well, I don't fucking care, but, uh, you know, so he could measure me and we would actually find out how, how tall I actually am, which would be fucking cool. But when these guys, like these guys get so stuck in like how much they fucking weigh, um, like, you know, especially like some of the bodybuilders and shit like that, or weight loss people are especially fucking crazy about it, of course. But like people get really fucking shitty. With him when he has a scale and measuring tape. Dude, like you're at a fucking fitness expo. If you've claimed you weigh a certain amount and you are a certain amount tall, there should not be a fucking – you should be hopping on any fucking scale anybody fucking sets in front of you. You're, I would, but I don't even know how much I fucking weigh. I, I weigh between probably 180 and 190 pounds. That's what I always fucking say. You know? I'll probably step on a scale when I go to if, uh, at a doctor's office. I don't fucking give a fuck about that shit. I know I'm fucking healthy. I, can, I measure my waist measurement – Way more than I take my uh, uh, weight, 
because waist measurement is actually, for me, a greater indicator of health because that's where visceral fat lives, for, especially for men. And that's what fucking kills you. That's what makes the widow makers, widow maker heart attacks. Anyway, Cersei, how the fuck are you? Flozer, how are you? Uh, Angel, uh, Angel, again, how are you? Cookies 404, Janet, uh, uh, Hershey Beard, Angelica. I think I've said, God, lots of people. Hi, everybody. How the fuck are you? How's everybody doing? Um, and again, I just wanted to tell everybody, you can check out these links. You can get out my book, Fuck Being Fat, Solve Your Weight Problems Once and For All from Math and Willpower. You get our app plus live and pre-recorded yoga, hit training classes. Crystal went for a walk with people a little earlier today, just virtually, just walking, just doing shit. Um, or you can get our new nutrition and activity coaching. It is at a lesser price than our actual intensive coaching. You can also, just so everybody, just so everybody gets it, here's a three-month package for if you know you need help, like you want daily communication with weekly video conference calls, this is a three-month block of the coaching. You can also get this here, right here. Uh, boom. But for any of you uh, that just want some help with a caloric range, with a good program, uh, uh, you know, up to your activity levels, um, and you can record your food right in the app, and we give you recipe ideas and food ideas on what to cook, what is healthy, uh, the act, nutrition activity coaching is for you, but if you need, you know, very serious, you know, intense coaching, there's a monthly, co uh, a month, a three month monthly coaching package right there that you can get. Please do take us up on that. Uh, let's see. Any tips for women who are trying to reduce chest size? I have lost 20 pounds in the last three months, but nothing has, nothing much has changed on my chest. Uh, is very discouraging and it keeps me looking bigger. I don't. Uh, I, I really don't. It's not something that actually gets asked to me a whole lot either. Um, I'm more of a habit guy. Um, the, how big your boobs are, I don't know. Uh, you might, you could talk to a doctor about that. I don't, I'm not sure. That seems to be like some women, most women complain that that's where they lose weight the first, you know, first. Um, I don't know though that it, I, I'm not good at like the actual, like that actual shit. I'm good at, like, I can help you build habits and then from where, there you go. But, but if it's a matter of particularly building muscle in a certain area, I would suggest you check out Mark's coaching, but I'm not, because I'm, I'm not a muscle building coach. I am a habit coach. Is number pretty safe for someone that weighs 170 pounds? Well, I weigh about 180 pounds, so I would say it is. It depends on what you want to use it for. For a lot of people, we have a lot of people that use it just to be in control of their food. It, like, helps them minimize their hunger so even though they're at a healthy weight, they have problems with binge eating and then over restricting and it helps them normalize their food out. So we do have a lot of people that use it for that. But yes, it is safe for a person to weigh, that weighs 170 pounds, especially because you just gave me no idea how tall you are. So if you weigh 170 pounds and you're 5'2", you're actually kind of fat. Um, but if you weigh 170 pounds and you're like 6'4", um, you may still, if you're not in control of your, um, of your food and it's causing you to binge and then way over restrict for a long period of time, this will make it so that kind of helps reduce that down and you can just take control of your actual nutrition. Like you, you plan it out, program it, and you're not a slave to binging and stuff like that. Not a, it doesn't cure binging. There's no cure for binging. I didn't actually fucking mean that. But it does help in the absence of hunger you to be able to uh, plan out your food a little better, if you ask me. So, Alan, keep up the great work. Your content is highly informative. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. The app has been so useful for learning how to make uh, new healthy meals. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Um, uh, the, walks on, uh, the walks are so fun. The pup and I walk through the creek. Oh, that sounds fucking excellent. Thanks you very much, Jessica. I appreciate it. This is such a relatable question. I wish uh, I was an A cup. Me too. I just, anyway, I'm joking. Um, uh, but I have no idea. That's more, that's more along the lines for like a, 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 your doctor or something like that. I, I can't like have you spot reduce uh, boob size. Um, Donate a cup size to those of us less fortunate. You guys are fucking, you got, you're like, we're way off the fucking rails. We're 14 minutes in and we haven't talked about the why yet. Uh, the oh shit moments. Because I did see this gentleman uh, posted this on the Tiki Talk and it was like, what was your oh shit moment that you needed to lose weight? And bunches of people have since uh, stitched his video. And for those of you that don't know on the, t the Tiki Talk, um, the Tiki Talk, uh, uh, allows you to take a portion of somebody's video and then you answer back in video form. Somebody just asked if we do consultations. We do 30 minute consultations. I'm actually gonna put that link in for you right this momento. Boom, here we go. 
So, uh, right, I, I agree. Is no morbidity a product for people who want to get stronger in the gym? It is not a performance-based product. Uh, it is for people that want to, it is an appetite, it's a non-stimulant, non-thermogenic-based appetite suppressant that has mood enhancement, helps people sleep, and helps people gain control of their eating habits. If you personally uh, eat too many calories because you are addicted to food and you need to focus on different food, it could possibly help you, but it has nothing to do with strength in the gym. Absolutely zero, nothing to do with it. Um, I would point out, though, that most, most people, uh, most dudes, unless they are actually going to make money off of their actual lifting, if you think you're going to make money off of your physique or money off of lifting, most guys in, in, in America especially should just try not to be fucking fat. Uh, if you have a waist to height ratio of more than 0.5 as a male uh, and you are younger, chances are you're going to end up morbidly obese and you should fix that shit. Um, nobody gives a, nobody's going to give a fuck how much you lift on, you know, when you're dead on your tombstone. Now, don't get me wrong. If you're going to make money off it or if it's just something that keeps you healthy, that's great. But if you eat and if you're as I was, if you are pursuing strength to the point where it is an unhealthy endeavor and puts you into an unhealthy state, as I did in the past, I would suggest from being a person that ate myself strong to not fucking do that shit. I'm just going to be real. Don't, don't fucking do it. Don't. It's not worth it. No more buddy is, uh, is made to not use it forever, correct? Just a tool to get healthy and build healthy habits. Absolutely. That's what we, meet, we totally intended for, um, to help people in the absence of more extreme hunger, to be able to get a hold of their lifestyles. You should still focus on eating whole foods as much as humanly possible, 90 to 95% whole foods, Maybe an item once a day that, that's eaten just for pleasure or even once a week that's just eaten for pleasure. Uh, we also tell people that when you start on no morbidity to very much keep track of your hydration because a lot of people, like it, it turns off your cues from your stomach. So you're not, you don't have your thirst cue either. So you want to make sure you're hydrating very, 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 very well. Most people are dramatically underhydrated anyway. And it helps you in the absence of hunger and thinking about food and stuff like that to then focus on hunger, sleep, uh, stress relief. It does help, does have a stress relief and mood component to it too. So it helps calm the person down. I will say this, uh, for, uh, for most people, it has helped them also feel like I know that when I'm taking no morbidity, a certain portion of food fills me up, almost overfills me that normally would just be kind of like adequate to, to make me feel satiated. But now the quantity of food when I'm on no morbidity actually is a little bit more than what I need to be full. So uh, if that helps the answer, if you sweat a lot, whether it be exercise or work, should you have more than recommended intake for your micros? I mean, I take, uh, I eat a pretty whole balanced diet to begin with, uh, of vegetables and meats and stuff like that. But I still always take, I take extra vitamin D no matter what. Um, and I live in Florida and I still take 10,000 IUs a day of vitamin D, but also, uh, I take a, probably the best on the market, immortal uh, vitamin pack and it's a vitamin pack pro, uh, probiotics. Uh, it has a greens element to it. Also, um, if you are sweating out a lot, I, I would suggest you, you do need, you do need more, uh, of certain ones. I don't know the specifics of each one though, but I would just say it makes probably proper sense. You sweat out things. You definitely sweat out sodium and things like that. Uh, in fact, that's why people freaking out about sodium as I used to personally, even myself, the more you literature, you read about it, your body has a way of excreting extra sodium via your sweat. I mean, it doesn't have a way to excrete extra sugar. Anyway, exercise to eventually be able to do a pull-up. Uh, I can't even do one yet. Get a band and do assisted pull-ups. It gets you used to the motor function of doing it, which will help you out. Uh, it actually makes it so that you're, you get very, I got cat hair all over me, but it makes you so you get more used to it. It builds up the motor pathways in your brain. So therefore, your central nervous system has uh, almost memory of how to do it. It's called uh, uh, muscle. It's called uh, motor muscle memory uh, on how to do it properly. So therefore, just get an assistance band and do them a bunch, and then try. Then you'll do those more and more and more with assistance bands. Get in a smaller assistance band, and then do it more. You know, as many as you can with that smaller assistance band, and then hopefully we'll be able to do them. So, uh, Alan, are you doing consultations, Chris? In real life, yes. I just put it down in the uh, in the chat. Thank you very much. You do great work, Alan. I'm down to 254 from 400 pounds. Boom. That's a fucking hero right there. Outstanding. I'm a, I'm a wheelchair user with cerebral palsy and improved my life. Thanks for being uh, genuine body positive. My motherfucker, you are a fucking hero. No shit, bro. Like, for, like talk about people. Like, I know so many people that just make fucking excuses in their life. And, dude, 
fucking I re, I respect the fuck out of you, bro. Like for real, Paul Jester, I respect the fuck out of you, dude. Like that, the world needs way, way, fucking, way more, may, way more people that take control of their lives like that. Paul Jester, you are a fucking hero, man. You have my respect. No shit, for real. Um, let's see here. We're, okay, so here's what we're gonna do. Here's what we're gonna do. Instead of just fucking going on, I'll get to fucking talking more later. But we are gonna actually go check this dude's content out. Okay. So basically I went to the Tiki Talk. Um and I basically one second here. So right here, I put in Stitch with Brown Rice Bandit, because this guy's Brown Rice Bandit. Okay. Uh that's his fucking stick that's his fucking YouTube there's Tiki Talk handle. Um but uh let me see here. So bam. And we're gonna do this one first. So this is, he starts it off with, what was your? 112 pounds. I can see my bones. Actually, hang on. Let me, let me go what to this was one first. Your... Oh, shit. So this, this guy's going to go first. All right. This is Brown Rice Bandit. What was your, oh, shit. I have to lose weight moment. Okay. Before I get to him, so I said I was going to let him go first, but I'm going to fucking go first because it's my fucking show right now. That's all. That's fucking, I don't know. But um, mine was. Uh, when I was, like, all of a sudden my performance dropped the fuck through the floor, I was getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And a lot of you have heard the story. I was just eating myself fucking bigger and stronger, bigger and stronger, bigger and stronger, bigger and stronger. I was eating myself there because for some reason I thought it fucking was actually going to make me more popular, I guess, or fucking show something. I don't know. I, I finally put my fucking ego away when all of a sudden my performance fell the fuck through the floor. Cause I'd finally reached the point of fatness where the diminishing returns were crazy and I was developing sleep apnea, and I looked at Crystal, and I was like, you know, I don't think I'm sleeping really good. And she was like, you fucking think so? Like, she was dead in the face. Uh, she was like, you are snoring so loud. There's no way you're sleeping well. And I realized it was keeping her up. My knees hurt. It was bothering me how fat I was. Even though I was really strong, it was bothering me how fat I was. I constantly was playing with the camera angle for videos and shit like that to try to fucking hide the fact that I was a fucking blimp. Um, you know, like, I mean, I was obviously, like, fucking mega fat. Uh, but like, I'm like, oh, this camera angle will work. I'm pretty much going to have to fucking shoot from straight in the goddamn air down on me at some point in time. Uh, but, uh, that was my, that was my reason. So we'll, we'll not listen to Brown. Like, sorry to interrupt this guy. We'll listen to him now. I'll go first. So one day I was casually driving, following all the rules of the road. I wasn't going over the speed limit. I didn't break any stop signs, no stop lights. And then a cop pulled me over. He walks up to the car and he's like, do you know why I pulled you over? Uh, I don't know, officer, why? And then he goes, you weren't wearing your seatbelt. Now I was confused because I was definitely wearing my seatbelt. I told him that. And then he looks down and he sees I am wearing my seatbelt, but he couldn't see that because my titty was over the seatbelt strap. Yeah, that was rude awakening. Okay, so. Uh, Y'all, I am like done with the antis today. Okay. So we're going to go right here. Lose weight moment. I was hospitalized for my blood pressure. I was 23 years old. It was 2019. And I had blood pressure that was like in the 200s. Damn. That is fucking waiting to stroke the fuck out on any... That's, that's waiting to have a myocardial infarction. Like fucking right goddamn then. No shit. ER doctors told me if I don't get my blood pressure and my weight under control quickly, that I was going to struck out before the age of 30. Absolutely. That's fucking, that's fucking crazy ass high. God damn. No shit. So after a lot of discussion, um, my aunt and I decided that gastric bypass was going to be my best route and the best way for me to have the best results. So I went from my highest of 412 to now 212 pounds i can see my bones which is so cool so again like i i actually like if you look over here people were probably saying it's you know gastric bypass was not cheating i agree uh with fucking with some with, with somebody in their, their early 20 like she had obviously been eating to the point in her early life that uh it was so far out of fucking hand um 
Like, I mean, you're, you're in your, you're in your fucking twenties and your blood pressure is that high and you weigh over 400 pounds as a woman. I mean, these are, this is almost like something very fucking serious needs to get done. That is more food addiction. And you need this, like the physical limitation on how much you could possibly eat is a lot of times what happens for a lot of these folks. People, it's one thing to be extraneously hungry, like, and that's what no morbidity I think does better than even the pharmaceuticals that are out there because the pharmaceuticals that are out there that do very much kind of the same thing, fucking make it so you have to inject yourself weekly into goddamn stomach, which most people aren't going to fucking do. These most these, Some people can't remember to fucking uh, take care of themselves in other ways uh, or put themselves through any type of discomfort. They're not going to fucking inject themselves consistently. But also there's lots of fucking very serious side effects and it's fucking economically encumbering. Like, uh, no morbidity is $40 a month. Uh, this stuff is $1,300 to $1,500 a month. What she went through was probably covered because she was in a very serious fucking, uh, 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 very fucking serious state that I think that like this was, this was, I mean, somebody said, uh, uh, Casey, how you doing? Casey, uh, Klocka. uh, I want, I follow her on the Tiki talk. Uh, bariatric surgery should be the last, be a last resort, but it's not cheating. I actually agree. But if you think, if you think about it, this one was 400 some pounds and you and I both know, because uh, in case you don't follow Casey, you should follow her. She's lost a bunch of weight too, but this woman has tried to lose weight in multiple, like no, nobody can tell me that like any fucking fat person that's that, that's hundreds of pounds overweight. They've tried to lose weight. Almost not, almost it's not. It's not unrealistic for these people to try and fail, try and fail. That's why they try the fucking fad diets and shit like that. That's why instead of just trying to eat just whole foods and do whatever they can, even like, you know, we've came, we came up for a supplement to help people get on the mostly whole food shit. Um, it, it, it's, I mean, she absolutely needed this fucking surgery. So she's got a couple of seconds. Well, I can feel all of them. And it's amazing. Um, I still have 30 more pounds that I want to lose and I want to have skin removal surgery with that and involves me saving up $45,000 that I don't have. So the skin removal thing, I even saw somebody in the chat earlier ask about my, uh, my recommendations for loose skin, loose skin surgeries, from what I understand are incredibly fucking painful. Like, uh, I understand, I, I, from what I understand, they are just massively, just so invasively painful and the recovery normally involves some very serious narcotics, narcotics, um, being extremely sedentary uh, for quite for quite a while because it's they're basically lopping huge portions of your fucking skin off. Um, I, if I understand, it is just you know it can it can affect people's sensation in the rest of the skin that's left left for long periods of fucking time. The only time I suggest people have it done is when it is absolutely a medical necessity. And for a lot of times, depending on how much weight you've lost, this woman sounds like uh, she probably lost. I mean, she's going to be have lost well over half of her body mass when she gets to 170, but there'll probably be from, for, excuse me, a morbidly obese woman, 400 plus pounds. Uh, she, she probably will have probably an extra fucking 20 to 30 pounds worth of loose skin on her, depending on how she carried it and how much is left over that sort of thing. Um, I just, I, I, I would imagine it's going to be a medical necessity. I'd imagine she has some skin that's going to be in the way or be, uh, cause skin infections if she doesn't take care of it, that sort of thing. Uh, how would someone minimize having loose skin? Don't get obese. For some people, some people, like, there's not a way to eat a certain way to minimize it. Now, do I suggest, uh, do, do I suggest that you, uh, use a good lotion, those sorts of things. Absolutely. Drink plenty of fucking water, be well hydrated, get proper sleep, get proper stress relief, those sorts of things. But in, in, re in reality, there's, I mean, you can take good care of yourself and still end up with a lot of loose skin. If you are, if you are a hundred, like I'm super lucky, I've lost like a hundred pounds and I do have what would be considered some loose skin, maybe right here. It doesn't flap over or anything like that. I'm lucky. Uh, when I'm fully dieted down, everything looks tight and taut, and I'm fucking very happy about it. And I've got maybe what could be considered just some loose skin. I don't know if you guys can even see it, like some loose skin right in here uh, that I still have a little bit of fat content I got to lose out of it. So it doesn't hang over or anything like that, especially when I stand up straight. When I sit down, it doesn't even hang over, so I'm extremely lucky. But if I'm, I'm very lucky also, though, in that 
when I was 100 pounds heavier than I am now, or probably 90 to 100 pounds heavier than I am now, I also carried a lot more weight up in my shoulders too. Like I was fucking, like, I mean, I was a fucking tank of a human being and I carried a lot more weight in my legs and my ass too. Uh, so I didn't, I, even though I had like a keg of a belly, uh, it wasn't that big, you know, and I was only 280. This one was 400 fucking pounds. If you're over 300 pounds, you're going to have some fucking loose skin unless you're extremely tall. Extremely, 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 extremely tall. Uh, loose skin happens during pregnancy. Many women have it. Absolutely. Um, I, I just don't like, I think that it should not be even thought about. Uh, this is awesome. Paul Jester, again, another fucking hero comment. Uh, loose skin is where genuine body positivity comes in, but the fat acceptance people have hijacked it. So fucking true, my dude. So fucking true. So fucking true. Uh, with loose skin removal, apparently you get a new reconstructed belly button. I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know. Anyway, we're going to go to the next one. What was your, oh shit, I have to lose weight moment? Um, I went to the eye doctor because I was having like really weird like flashes in my vision. And she told me I had papilledema, which she thought was from a brain tumor. So she sent me to the ER and they admitted me. And two days later, I found out I had IIH, which is essentially an excess amount of cerebral spinal fluid on my brain, um, pressing on my optic nerves. My doctor told me if I didn't lose the weight, I would go blind. So I'm 50 pounds down and currently in remission. Good fucking job. A lot of people don't even talk about that sort of thing either. I mean, it's, it's fucking it, 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 good for her. No shit. Next one. What was your, oh shit, I have to lose weight moment. I'll go first. My moment was at Six Flags, my oh shit moment. So it was a 105 degree day, waiting in line for over an hour to get on my favorite ride, the Superman. It's about an hour goes by, still not on the ride. Another 20 goes by, still not on the ride. At this point, I just want to get on this ride because I'm hot, I'm sweaty, and I'm fat. So I finally get up, we all get up to the chairs, I sit in, and I come to the realization that this buckle will not buckle. So all everyone was trying to help me, my friends, everybody around, it was like a group project at this point. Everyone's looking at me. Can't get this buckle on. At this point, I look at the attendant. He looks at me after him trying to kick my chair, the buckle down for like an hour. We look at each other, and at that point, I knew I wasn't getting on this ride. And I get off the ride, and I expect my friends to be coming off with me. And all they do is wave on and say sayonara. And I knew at that point I had to lose weight. What was your, what was your, oh, shit, I have to lose weight moment? I'll go first. Nah, bitch. I'll go first. <laughs> so I got arrested, and then the dude in jail was like, let me fuck Rosie O'Donnell. And I was like, oh, shit. What was your... Oh. That's fucking amazing. Uh, that, was, that, was, that was fucking amazing. That was fucking amazing. Jesus. All right, buckle up, because this one's a wild ride. So essentially due to my former uh, past, I don't know, severe morbid obesity, I was going blind. Let me explain. A few years ago, for like a few months, I would have really, really strong headaches. And, you know, headaches were nothing new to me, but it wasn't mm -hmm. this bad. But I just let it slide, you know, pop a Tylenol, keep going. Um, but then there was a point where my vision was very blurry. My headaches were so intense that any, any little noise would make me scream in pain. And I was seeing like black in my vision field and I was only able to see the borders of my vision mm -hmm. field. So I was like, mom, I think I need glasses. I didn't think it could be anything serious. So I go to an eye doctor. They say, you need to go to a retina specialist right now. And then they tell me you need to go to the emergency room to get an emergency MRI. You're showing symptoms of a brain tumor. Damn. So I'm like starting to freak out. I'm like, oh my God, is it a brain tumor? Do I have a brain tumor? Um, so I go do an MRI. The MRI thankfully comes back clean. So no major brain tumors. Um, but then they did a lumbar exam. Uh, a lumbar exam or spinal tap, essentially, they put a needle into your spleen and they like measure the pressure mm -hmm. um, 
of the fluid, the cerebrospinal fluid that circulates from the spine to the brain. So they did that to me and my pressure was so high, they had to pull it again. Um, and then that test is what diagnosed me with pseudotumor cerebri, also known as idiopathic intracranial hypertension. Um, basically what that is, is due to my severe morbid obesity, my intracranial pressure was increasing more than it should be. Yep. Um, and that was putting pressure on my optic nerves, which in turn was causing me to slowly go blind. <laughs> um, so after that diagnosis, I was in the hospital for two weeks, multiple spinal taps. I had an emergency eye surgery, my <laughs> left eye. Um, had more vision loss than my right eye. So like they popped my eye out, did something, popped it back in to um, oh, help God, the circulate. So after that, for like a year and a half, I was put onto like 25, 30 pills a day just to help decrease the fluid and um, balance the medication out. Oh. And then that's when my doctor told me, you know, this is due to your weight. The best case, the best way to help your case is obviously weight loss, even just 6% of total body weight loss is enough to um, relieve your symptoms. So after hearing that, I decided to have gastric bypass. I lost 125 pounds and no more symptoms. Good for her. Like a lot of these people are like, I mean, it's, we're at the stage now where people need to take it super fucking serious, you know? And again, I am not a huge fucking fan of, uh, of gastric bypass. I think it should be a last resort. The, th the sad thing is, is the reason why it's uh, it's going to be more popular is that we have a lot of people who are at last, last resort point. We're at, we're at a lot of people who are at the point of last resort. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm not saying it's for everybody, but these people, like these people that are, are, are we're talking to, like we're talking about here or we're hearing from here, you're about to fucking die. Your brain's about to fucking explode. Something needs to be done immediately. If you aren't to that point, don't get gastric bypass. Try to do your best to fucking get this shit under control so you don't have to have half your fucking stomach cut out or three-fourths of your fucking stomach cut out because there's long-lasting effects on that that still, by the way, still do not guarantee that you're not going to end up back where you're at because I have had many people, many clients have come to me that were they had had gastric bypass surgery before and regained a bunch of weight a couple years later because once the stomach starts stretching out again, it just fucking stretches out again. And they just fucking eat and their their poor eating habits cause them to be malnourished while they're uh, losing the weight because they eat like shit and then fucking uh, they eat like shit. So they get minimal fucking nutrition because they can't eat that much shitty food. They just continue to eat the same fucking food that's shitty. Uh, and then they just keep eating more and more and more of it because it doesn't actually do anything about their lifestyle habits or their anything like that. So uh, it's fucking it, it, it's you. Know, so I, my hat's off to her. That she needs, she these people clearly the the two we've seen so far clearly needed weight loss surgery. They were about to fucking die, but I do hope that they have taken it very fucking seriously, uh, very fucking seriously, so they could fucking then live a long, happy, healthy life afterwards. I really, I, I hope that for them. I am so jealous of people that have an oh shit, I have to lose weight moment. For me, weight loss was something that I was like, it was one of the first conversations I had with my parents as a child. It has been a constant in my life. Like I knew that this was something that I had to do my entire life ever since I was like six years old. My first diet was when I was six years old because I remember I was 35 pounds and I was told that I had to go down to 30. And ever since then, it's been a race against my scale and my scale always won. Because no, you're not supposed to diet when you're that young. It's traumatic to your body. And so my, oh shit, I need to lose weight moment is like every- mm, That depends on how you're looking at this. You're not supposed to diet when you're that young. Your parents are supposed to feed you nutritious food in a portion size that keeps you at a healthy weight. The child should not be like, hey, I'm putting your, um, you're on a diet. Watch what you fucking eat. It's a fucking child. You are the fucking parent. You are supposed to actually fucking parent. Like if your child gets a little bit overweight, our son got a little overweight at one point in time because he was, he was secretly eating at night. We took care of that shit. And he, and he does a fabulous job now of self-regulating. They're your fucking children. The idea is, is you pay attention and then you help them. You don't say, hey, kid, you're on a fucking diet. That's a fucking stupid, that's a fucking six or six to eight year old. I mean, what the fuck is wrong with you people?
So now you've got this kid thinking that she's on a diet when in fact you could control her fucking nutritional intake, you dumb fucks. Now she views her, this, this started off a whole fucking fucked up relationship with food because you suck at fucking parenting. This woman's parents suck at fucking parenting. It's not a matter of whether your kid does some unhealthy shit or eats some unhealthy shit or whatever. They're fucking kids. But when you fucking put it on the kid, like, hey, kid, you now you got a fucking diet. No, you need to fucking parent, bitches. What the fuck? Feel every bad for this minute of my life. I am diseased by that thought. I will literally put on my shoes and be like, oh, I have to lose weight. I will get a sip of water and be like, damn, my fingers are fat. Because that's all I see with my eyes is how fat I am. And the thing is, another thing, I have no idea how my body looks like. Like, right now, I feel okay, but I'm most... You're morbidly obese right now. I, I, young lady, if, if you... If you, if you if, if you're watching this, you are morbidly obese still. You need to fucking do something about it. The waist to height ratio, you can clearly see double that. Uh, it's way more than 50%. You know, if you would, if you would put this and square it even, uh, and then stretch out the square, she's, it's, it's close to points. Like it's close to 0.75 probably. She's, she's morbidly obese. Um, I would, I would, I would argue that she carries weight well, uh, ish, but she's still morbidly obese. She's morbidly obese by waist to height ratio. She's morbidly obese by probably body fat percentage too. And she's morbidly obese by, uh, uh, by, by actual fucking BMI too. So she, she's every marker of morbid obesity, you know, and, uh, she's sarcopenically obese, which means she, uh, just for those of you that don't know, that's just, that's just, that's even worse almost because if you're obese with some muscle mass to you, muscle is more, uh, is less, uh, less estrogenic and stuff like that because fat is an organ. It, it's an estrogenic organ. Um, she, she's low muscle mass, as you can see. Uh, she's low muscle mass and obese. So she's sarcopenically morbidly obese, which is probably the most unhealthy kind. And it looks like she has a decent amount of visceral fat deposit. So not knocking on you, uh, studio Gib Gib, uh, not knocking on you at all. But this is just being if you if you're if you see this and you don't know how to see yourself, uh, you know. And I got to answer this blinky pie. How do you measure your BMI when you're building muscle? I am building muscle quickly. Well, blinky pie. I got to say, um, you're probably not building muscle nearly as you, nearly as quick as you think. Um, if you have worked out, if you're in your mid to late twenties, if you put on as a male, five pounds of muscle mass in a year, you're absolutely fucking killing it with great progression and, and stuff like that. You are probably not, uh, building muscle as quickly as you think you are. Um, how do I measure, measure BMI change, uh, when you're building muscle, I ignore the fact that you think you're building muscle at any type of fucking pace that would outpace your weight loss. Um, at any fucking type. I mean, it's, fucking tragic comedy that people have convinced themselves that somehow or another <clears throat> they're going to build, uh, they're going to build fucking muscle to outpace their weight loss. It's fucking travesty. And Jason the strong, I am a super morbid, I am super morbidly obese, but the BMI scale, but I am a strong man. So not really fat. You are actually very fat, dude. I can see your picture. You're fat. You do your waist to height ratio. You're morbidly obese, bro. I mean, I'm just trying to be honest with you. You probably, if you are a competitive strongman person and you make money from it, great for you. Understand that you are trading shit off. Don't lie to yourself. Ask Eddie Hall. Ask all these guys. They all massively downsize when they're done because, um, very realistically, they know it's unhealthy. They know they're still obese. And once you get to the point where you're 260, 270 pounds as an adult male, I don't give a fuck if it's muscle or fat. You're risking fucking long-term damage. Your heart is only supposed to be so. Uh, your heart is only supposed to push so much, uh, and that's 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 just reality. Uh, but if that's you, your, you and your picture, I'm not trying to be mean, but you're morbidly obese, bro. Uh, probably weight, your waist to height ratio is probably 0. 0.6, 0. 0.8, between 0. 0.6 and 0. 0.8. It's just not healthy, bro. And I mean, if you understand that and know it, great. I mean, it's the trade-offs. I'm totally down for it. However, I mean, it does sound to me like you're like, uh, but I'm a strong man, so not really fat. No, you're fat. You aren't healthy. You, you, and eating the food you need to eat to stay that big is, you know, not, you and I both know is not healthy. 
So, I mean, I, I feel you like, I mean, but it's not, it, it's, it's not just not there, you know, it's not reality. Uh, I'm down, fi- down 15 inches and nine pounds from three months ago. So, so it's exciting. That's awesome. I wouldn't be concerned about the amount of, uh, of, of muscle mass you're building. I, I really, I really, really, really wouldn't because just try to keep consistently engaging in the physical activities that you love to do, uh, eating in a way that's healthy for you and stuff like that. That's what you should fucking do. So strong men are usually some of the fattest athletes. It's a super, super, super fucking unhealthy, uh, sport, super unhealthy, super unhealthy with very fucking, uh, low fucking reward, uh, besides being able to tell a bunch of other dudes you're stronger than them. You know, super, super, super unhealthy for the most part. Some people are just in strongman competitions because they want to they they want to compete. That's great. If you actually eat in a way to try to get yourself stronger for these competitions, I hope you're making lots of fucking money, like lots of fucking money, because that's the only way that there's any fucking payback at all, at all, at all. Uh, at the top of their game, plenty of fat athletes in sports competitions. Yeah, I mean, I mean, plenty. Like all, all, all uh, offensive linemen for the NFL are fucking tragically, tragically unhealthy people. Um, and people are like, "Well, they're athletes." And that does not fucking change the fact that they're very unhealthy. Do you think that it's? I mean, it goes the same way. People that try to get the super low body fat ranges are not a super healthy. Uh, Olympic level swimmers are not healthy. It's a matter of any type of athleticism that you take to an extreme level and an extreme, you know, extreme level is not healthy for you to a certain degree. There's almost no extreme sport or extreme level of sporting that does not have some sort of health negative drawbacks. Uh, almost not. So I am building muscle every week, but I am losing at least one to two pounds a, a week. I'm slimming down. You cannot outpace your weight loss says an obese person. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Uh, hello, Mr. Allen. I'm a big fan of yours. Still always weird because I'm just some fucking dude, but thank you. I appreciate it. Bustle and fat are both mass. Also, I agree. Uh, my scale goes down. If I go up, I know I've put on, put on fat or water. Absolutely. Absolutely. I laugh every, uh, every time somebody presses it's muscle so I can ignore it. That's fucking, you know, I get now. Don't get me wrong. Uh, you know, I, I, my first thing is like, let's do waist to height ratio. But even then, if your BMI is 35 and you have a healthy waist to height ratio, what the fuck did you do to get a 35 BMI and a healthy waist to height ratio? Like, what the fuck did you put in your body? Uh, you know, that's not healthy either. So let's be, I mean, there's, it's at a 35 BMI, which is most of fucking America. Uh, you're not fucking healthy. You're just not. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I do some strongman training because I enjoy the lifts, but I'm more concerned with getting smaller. You're doing a fucking great job too, bro. Great fucking job. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Anyway, we're going to go to another one. Uh, cause what was go. your, oh shit. I have to lose weight moment. So I had a lot of these in my life, but the last one was when I was no longer able to take my niece into school because I got too big. My legs and my back were given out. I was pouring with sweat and I kept on gaining weight until I couldn't do it. And I had watched her for the first four years of her life and I was very close to her and not being able to take her into school meant I couldn't watch her anymore. And having to tell her that and know the reason for it just kind of broke me. And I decided to start right then. And I have not stopped since I kept going forward. And within about a month or two, I was able to take her back into school and I, you know, got her back. But uh, that was, that was my um, moment where I was like, you know, it's make or break, do or die right now. And I almost made me tear up, dude. Fucking that's, that's this dude. That's, that's what it's about being there for your family. That's, that's, that's what it's fucking about right there. Almost made me fucking choke up for real. Damn. Good for you, bro. What was your, what was your, oh shit, I have to lose weight moment. Mine was, I was taking a shower and I looked down and I couldn't see it. And I was like, it's time. What was your, oh shit. I would say that, I would say that that's time. Oh shit, I have to lose weight moment. I think I'll tell you my moment. So I used to work at this grocery store, like when I was 18 years old. So this is me at 18. Um, I wasn't fat, but I wasn't like skinny. I was just like a normal body weight. Anyways, I had this coworker that I was pretty close with. Like we talked every single day and we knew each other. So anyways, you might guess that I quit that job and I didn't come back to that grocery store like until like two years later. And when I came back to that grocery store, I was looking like this. So yeah, I was looking like that. And I went into the grocery store 
and I went to go say, hey, what's up to him, the coworker, and he literally couldn't recognize me. But yeah, I told him, like, yo, I used to work here two years ago. It's me, Jake. And he was like, oh, bro, I couldn't even recognize you. So yeah, the fact that I got so fat that people couldn't recognize me, I think I realized that it was time. Yeah, good for you. What was your... Oh, shit. I have to lose. And a lot of people are going to say that that dude wasn't that fat. That dude's a beast. Like, that's the thing. What was like, your... Like, let's, let's take a look here. Oh, shit. I have to lose weight moment. What was your... Oh, shit. What was your... What was your... Well, oh, it's shit. not going to let me do I it, but to, that dude was, was fat. Your, oh, shit. I have to lose weight moment. I'll go first. So there were multiple things that happened all around the same time that added up. I remember walking up a flight of stairs and getting super winded from like 10 stairs and thinking this should not be that hard. I was asked if I was pregnant multiple times and I wasn't. Um, I was asked to switch sides of an, a small airplane one time to balance it out. And uh, But for, for me, the moment that sticks out the most in my head is when I stood on the scale and it said 295. And I remember thinking to myself, I cannot let that hit 300 pounds i've got to take my health back and i did what was your congratulations to her i just i mean 300 pounds is just such a big fucking person yet alone to be a, a woman and i know people are like that's another thing that bothers me a lot too because you know a lot of the fat acceptance movement is women and it, so therefore it seems like i'm against women it absolutely not i fucking i care about them more than they care about themselves very clearly because i'm telling them to lose some fucking weight uh if nobody will be honest with you i certainly fucking will be but um, uh, a 300-pound woman, like, when they're like, oh, the BMI was meant for white cis males. First of all, the cis thing, shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's, it's so unnecessary. I'm just a fucking man. Uh, but anyway. Um, if it was meant, if the BMI scale calls a 300-pound male obese, and that male has more muscle mass than you as a female follow along with me, um, you're fucking fat. It's, it, it means even more for you. I mean, now don't get me wrong. Uh, women are supposed to carry a little bit more body fat than men. That's like their boobies are fucking adipose tissue to a great degree and stuff like that. Um, it's uh, weird. I say fuck every other word, but all of a sudden it's boobies. I can't say tits. I don't know why. It's fucking, it just feels weird coming out of my fucking mouth. Just an aside there. Just we stepped aside, entered the fucking realm of crazy, and now we're back. Um, but if your BMI, if you don't want to listen to it when you're a female, why the fuck not? Because men have more of a larger skeletal frame and more mus muscle mass than, than a woman. It actually means more for you. It should, we should, if we're going to redo the BMI scale, it would actually be women would have a smaller scale than men do on the BMI. Fucking just reality. Um, here we go. What was your... Oh shit, I have to lose weight moment. I'll go first. Man, uh, honestly for me it was a couple things. The first one is when I got diagnosed. Well, I, I didn't get diagnosed. The doctor told me I was at the beginning stages of uh, high blood pressure. I couldn't walk up the stairs without getting tired. Even something more to watch for people, for uh, black folk, because genetically, I love how we we're in a time in, in, in the world where we're going to pretend that biological differences don't matter. But reality, black people are way more predisposed to hypertension, high blood pressure than white people. It's just fucking reality. It's not environmental. It's biological. Um, and to say it is almost like, oh, you're a fucking racist. It, uh, the truth is not racist. It just means everybody should watch a little bit more because in retrospect, if you actually looked back in your fucking genetic history, there's chances that you got some black in you and black people have some white in them. And we're all like this big fucking fun mixing pot because we're all the same species. There's not really different races. There's just different colors of the same race. You stupid racist fucks. Anyway, here we go. Um, and I was starting to form sleep apnea. Also, um, I seen a picture of myself on Christmas. This was the picture. Yep. That Gotta was do me it. at uh, 392 pounds. I was God honest. damn, motherfucker. 392 pounds. God damn shit. Like, I mean, people act like that. Back when I was growing up, 392 pounds, you are the fucking circus fat man. Holy fuck. That is fucking enormous, dude. God damn. 400 pounds. 
I was smoking cigarettes. I was drinking every day. Oh, um, shit. I was eating huge meals at night. Damn, bro. Uh, that was me back in Christmas. And this is me now. Dude. That's fucking up. hero. Mother- That's a fucking heroic motherfucker right there. No shit. Great goddamn job. Holy fuck, that's amazing. Fucking go to it, dude. Look at this. Look at the difference. Right here to right here. My motherfucker. Dude, if you watch this, uh, Brimmy Brown, if you watch this, you're a fucking hero too, dude. Great goddamn job. Great goddamn job. What was your, oh shit, I have to lose weight moment? All of my pities went wee, wee, wee all the way home. What was your, oh shit. Damn. Damn. Was it neuropathy related? I have a a situation over here. Just curious. Yes, but I got an infection in my pinky toe. So they had to amputate. It's because neuropathy and uh, circulatory issues due to type 2 diabetes. I fucking say this shit all the time. People act like I'm fucking making shit up. All of you can fuck off. I mean, it's... I just fucking, I don't even know what to fucking say about that shit. Uh, we are going to head back over to here. Uh, Mike's reason, Mike Daly, uh, I fell out of my bass boat in a tournament in 34 degree water and wasn't strong enough to get back in the boat. I lost 45 pounds and work out five days a week. That will never happen again. I'm 186 pounds now. <laughs> Boom. Great fucking job and very fucking, you got fucking lucky. I, the people were around. Imagine if nobody was around you, dude. I mean, that was that's some scary ass fucking shit. But also, great fucking picture. Nice big fucking bass. No shit. Um, yep. When you can't see your family jewels, uh, and rod, you know, it's time. No shit. It's fucking way. It's been way past time. Wait, uh, queen CB <clears throat> muscle weighs more than fat is the placating response I get from loved ones. I know better. Uh, I'm working on it and I don't need lies. That's the thing. Like what people view me as just some evil fucking nasty mean person. When I'm just telling people the truth, if the truth hurts your feelings, you are fucking sorry ass fucking excuse for a person. You know, as if me telling, if you're fat and me telling you, you should really lose weight because you are indeed fat and it is bad for you. It's bad for your family. It's bad for society. It's going to be the thing that fucking kills you after a long, painful fucking existence. Um, If that also, if that hurts your feelings and you consider me the evil person, here's another truth. You're a pussy. Uh, You, you, you are, you are too big of a pussy to actually do the things you need to do to save your own fucking life after even being confronted with it. So therefore, it's probably a situation where you are, in fact, both weak, in denial, and a pussy. Uh, there's your fucking truth for the day, people. But not for you, Queen CB, because you fucking don't... You, you're, anyway. Um, uh, most people would call him normal now, sadly. We, that was talk about the one dude who was like, this is what I looked like a couple years later. They'd be like, oh, there's nothing wrong with you. You're not even that big. You're fucking huge. You're fucking hugely fat, dude. I mean, a kid would have fucking extra rolls hanging off of him. He was sarcopenically fat. He was sarcopenically obese, meaning he had a bigger waist-to-height ratio than 0.5, so therefore he's in the obese range uh, for a male. And he also um, had low muscle mass, so therefore fat as fuck. Um, that, that's, that's actually the technical term we're going to start using, fat, fat as fuck. Here we go. Uh, Mike, that's crazy. I was 20, uh, 20 and they said I was pre-diabetic. Couldn't see my Johnson down hundred pounds, uh, 22 now. Aaron, uh, co- uh, cultural, great fucking job, bro. Great fucking job. Um, anyway, the fat positivity, fat positivity people, uh, think because they move well, they're fine. Most of them don't move well either. I mean, uh, I play hockey and can, re- uh, really move at 290 plus, but no, uh, uh, no shot when I reach 40. That's the thing that most of them, and most of them are not athletes. Most of the fat acceptance community, like, you can't tell me what I can do. And look, I can do this yoga pose. Or look, I can do this thing. They find the one thing that they're almost just barely capable of fucking doing and then using it as an example, um, you know, as if they're some sort of fucking athlete. You know, I mean, there are fat, obese, professional athletes. Normally, they're fat and fat professional athletes because it is sports and or position sports specific, meaning Professional athletes such as, again, offensive linemen, are obese because it helps their fucking sport out. Sumo wrestlers are obese because it helps their fucking sport out. Uh, you do not find, this is just to be honest, um, only very serious genetic anomalies 
such as like Shaq, uh, will be obese as basketball players. You know why? Because they need to run and move and to be able to shoot and fucking uh, have mobility. And you cannot do that once when you are fat, when you are fat as fuck. Um, That's the fucking reality of the situation. You know, like uh, like people like I do, you know, I'm fat and I do yoga. You, 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 it would be safer and better for you if you weren't. I 100% guarantee it. I run every day and I'm morbidly obese. It would be better for you if you weren't. I guarantee it because this little thing, and I even said this on my on my latest video that I published yesterday about the fucking uh, April Lynn girl. Um, she's training for a 5K at 260 pounds because she is, in fact, stupid as fuck and only in this to fucking get famous. Uh, a surgically repaired knee. Somebody told me that she claims she has a plate in her fucking foot. I don't fucking know. Uh, but she has openly admitted that I've heard has a surgically repaired knee and is now and fat as fuck. Still just fat as fuck. Fat as fuck. Fuck. Uh, I think she's still lying about her weight. But now she's going to train for a 5K to run a 5K. That's pretty fucking stupid. That's it, 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 just pretty fucking stupid. Just stupid, stupid, stupid as fuck. Anyway, <clears throat> wanting women to be healthy and strong is the real oppression now. Uh, yeah. Oh, shit. Um, anyway, uh, if there wouldn't have been an absolutely jack 20 year old kid fishing close by, I wouldn't be here. I was quickly becoming hypothermic. Damn, dude. Fuck. I bet you, re- I bet you replay that shit a bunch in your fucking head. No shit. Uh, I dropped a water bottle, a bottle of water in front of me and couldn't reach it to pick it up off the floor from my car from a seated position. That's a fucking, that'll, that'll do it right there. That'll do it. Uh, how much cardio should we do? There is no fucking, like, move. Just it, eat less, focus on your food, focus on managing your hunger, get good hydration, good sleep, good shit like that. There's not a fixed amount of cardio you should do. I have clients that stand up more often in a fucking day. Just to be real, I have clients that are so fucking busy and or so uh, limited by their physical capabilities that we just have them stand up for a couple extra hours versus sit down, which is what they normally fucking do. Like there is no cardio you should do, you know, I personally get about 45 minutes of very high intense, you know, workout circuit work. That's, that's where I, that's how I keep my muscle mass. And that is how I fucking get my heart rate up and shit like that. And then I fucking, uh, like today, uh, for those of you that are wondering, by the way, you can, in fact, I uh, just want to put this out here. Uh, you can join the app. At this link, fuck the get my book, fuck being fat, solve your weight problems, run through off meth willpower. Uh, or you can get nutrition activity coaching. And it gives you access to the app uh, for a month. The you know, uh, and you then can sign up for uh, sign up for live classes. I'm doing a half hour of restorative yoga led by my incredible wife, who is the fucking genius behind all of this shit. Um, she is going to be leading uh, a class in that tonight. So I normally get like very seriously intense workout once a day, and then normally some movement work. But how much cardio should you do? What are you capable of doing? Like, I mean, if you are fucking, if you're used to sitting on your ass all goddamn day long, me telling you to do a half hour cardio could be actually fucking dangerous for you. You should move for 30 minutes a day to whatever degree you can fucking get to. Okay. I mean, that's the fucking, that's what you should fucking do. Move for 30 minutes a fucking day. And then once you habitually get used to doing that, then you can change the intensity level and everything like that. You can even increase the time frame. but staying in the habits of, be, of moving is what you should look for. Uh, there's no how much cardio you should do when you're trying to start, when you try to start losing weight, none. Uh, it is way more about the calories you take in. You are not going to be able to outrun or out cardio uh, poor nutrition. You could fucking do high intense cardio for 45 minutes to an hour a fucking day on your way home, eat an extra Snickers bar, family size Snickers bar and, and eat and just way more calories than what you just fucking burned easily. After getting to my biggest at 270, I'll never go above 16% body fat again. Good for you. Good for you. Good for you. Anyway, guys, lots of fucking questions that I'm not going to fucking get to today. Uh, I, I really wish I could. But I'm over an hour. I've got to cook my food for the day. I'm having Asian beef with green beans um, after, like I said, just a few pieces of cheese and a few things like that. I will be back tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. in the morning. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to talk about yet, but I'll be back at 7 a.m. And I do believe either I I think it's just going to be on Tiger Fitness. I'm not sure. But Mark and I are going to be live at 3.30 today, Eastern time. Uh, So please do check that out. I don't even we're going to be talking to some sort of relationship specialist 
not for our relationship, but we're just talking about relationships in general. Our relationship's good. Like we love each other. It's, it's not just a physical thing. Um, anyway, <laughs> I'm 290, but it's muscle. No, it's not, bro. No, 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 it's not. No, no, it's not. Dude, I'm, if this is your picture right here, it's not. No, it's not. It's not muscle. Please, 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 please stop lying to yourself. So it's, that's, that's kind of tragic. Anyway, uh, you're more than obese, bro. If you, like, please, please, please don't. Please, please don't do that to yourself. Uh, that's, that's pretty fucking sad. That's. Damn, dude. Damn. Seek therapy, bro. Anyway, I hope everybody has a great fucking day. I'll see you uh, tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. And then I'm probably going to release a few other videos. I might go live on other fucking forms of social media. I might go live uh, on the Instagram if they let me today. Uh, we shall see. But again, I want to tell everybody, by the way, again, last chance. Boom. You can get our book, Fuck Being Fat, Solving Weight Problems, Run Straw Meth Willpower. It gives you uh, the app. For live or pre-recorded classes, pleasure in the hunger management support group, which is where I keep track of my coach or my training. Uh, I don't keep track of my coaching because my wife is my coach. She's a fucking genius, as I said. So you can get that right here. You can also make sure you sign up for the notification to order no morbidity. We are going to be back in stock on August 9th. There will be a three-bottle deal for you to save some money. It will go, even though this is a larger run, we will likely sell out within the first day or two instead of it lasting a fucking month. And then hopefully we'll be fully back in stock enough by the time September hits that we shall uh, be able to stay in stock forever. And then people can just keep using it, keep using it, keep using it, keep using it and uh, get to healthy weights. So I hope everybody has a great motherfucking day. God damn.